Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Sam. Welcome to our creation Creation chat. chat. And today we are talking about creation. In order to understand the creation story, we first must understand how to study theology and go over some key tools. The first three tools you would need to use when studying theology are, one, theology is known as the study of God. Two, the Bible starts off in the Old Testament, written in ancient context. Three, the Bible is theocentric, meaning God-centered. The next three are, the Bible is not written to us, but for us. Next, there are cultural differences. And lastly, we must understand overarching themes and allusions. Let's talk about some more tools, Sam. All right. The theological point is more important than historical reconstruction and is valid even if we cannot reconstruct the events with confidence. Am I right, Sam? That is a very good point. You are right. Another point. In ancient times, kings were the only people that wrote history. They paid scribes to write the history for themselves, which means they only paid them to write good things. And if they wrote bad things, let's just say they would get killed. Oh, and Sam, tell them about the terminology they're going to be seeing within the Bible. I almost forgot. Let me tell them. Dominion means to dominate. Fruitful means to be productive. Multiply means to have children. Subdue means to take control. Chaos means order. And rib means from the side. All right, Sam. Now let's tell them about the creation story. Start us off. Gladly. Before God, there was no time. There is nothing but emptiness. God was only thing in existence. God wanted friends and neighbors to share his love with. The Bible tells us that he made several angelic beings that offer praise around his throne. However, one angel named Lucifer and a third of his beings went against him. God then disbanded them and began making the earth and mankind. The creation story is the first book and chapter of the Bible. Genesis 1, chapter 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created all things by speaking them into existence. But now let's talk about the creation. Starting from day one, when God created light. Let there be light. He said in Genesis 1, verses 3. On day two, God created the atmosphere. He said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. On day three, God created the dry ground and plants. He said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees in the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to the various kinds. Day four, God created the sun, moon, and stars. In Genesis 1, 16 through 18, it says, God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and lesser the light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God sent them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. On day five, God created the birds and the sea animals. Genesis 1, verses 20 through 21 tell us, And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it. On day six, he created the land animals and the humans. Genesis 1 verses 24 tells us, And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. The livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. Finally, we have day seven, the day of the Sabbath and rest. Genesis 2, verses 2 and 3 explain to us the Sabbath. By the seventh day, God finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, 
because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And now that we've talked about the basics of the creation story, let's talk about the creation purpose. God created the earth and mankind with a purpose. The purpose was to make a place where God could share his love with all beings. In return, if we trust God and believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, when we pass away, our souls will be entered into heaven. Our souls will spend eternity with God and be overcome with joy forever. Talked about the creation of earth. We haven't talked about the people who were created to live on earth. Humankind. God created the first human in all of mankind and named him Adam. He then created Eve, the first woman in all of mankind, out of a rib from Adam. Adam and Eve lived in the Garden of Eden in perfect harmony with God. God's only rule from them was to not eat from a specific tree called the tree of good and evil. One day, an evil serpent entered the Garden of Eden. The serpent convinced Adam and Eve to eat of the forbidden fruit. Once they ate it from the tree, everything changed. They were aware of all sin and evil in the world. After this, God punished them. Women now have pain in childbirth, and men have the burden of caring for the family. Here, you see a visual representation of what appears to be Adam and Eve getting kicked out of the Garden of Eden and the silly serpent lurking in the tree. Bad serpent. Very bad. Chaos versus order. Now let's talk about that. And more specifically, the fall. Okay. After Adam and Eve ate a forbidden fruit and became aware of sin, the earth was slowly getting more violent and sinful. This decline all began shortly after Adam and Eve ate the fruit. God said to them in Genesis 3, 18 through 19, Read it to him, Tyler! Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken, from dust you are, and dust till you return. This disobedience from God caused the beginning of sin. Now, for the rest of history, the cycle continues. To continue with chaos versus order, so, in Genesis 4, the sinning gets to a new extreme level. Brother Cain and Abel were both working in the field, and God saw these works and favored Abel. Cain was furious with his brother, as shown in Genesis 4, verses 3 through 5. In Genesis 4 through 8, the first murder in all of history was committed. Cain killed his brother, Abel, out of spite and jealousy. The world's wickedness got worse and worse. In Genesis 6, verses 1 through 9, shows how the newborn humans have populated the earth and have begun disobeying and sinning constantly. All these sins slowly led up to the flood in Genesis 7. God sent the great flood to earth, who helped out all of mankind except for Noah and his family. The flood was a way to get rid of all evil on earth. God was so enraged that his people were going against him and constantly growing farther away from him that he had to create a flood of his own. As you see in these pictures, the waves are currently crushing Noah's Ark, but God's protecting them and helping them get through the storm. And as you can see, they make it through the storm as the clouds roll away and you see a rainbow. In conclusion, theology is a very complex way of studying and is a way to get a deeper understanding of the scripture found in the Bible. We must always remember the tools when studying theology in order to make sure that the texts do not get misinterpreted. Send God out of control and wickedness cause her to suffer and fall. Thank you for tuning in to Creation, Creation Chat. Chat. I am Sam. And I'm Tyler. And good night. Oh yeah.